the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax us and bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're saying a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, God has opened doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. But open doors of opportunity are only good as our willingness. Because if we don't do what we need to do to walk through, we'll never receive or achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so important for me and you to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity opened by God for me and you so that we can step into the awesomeness of the awesome things that our awesome God has in store for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. One definition for rest, I told you, is the part that's left over after the removal of something. See, this rest will allow God to manifest the things in your life that you've been hindered from receiving. Because so many of the things that's blocking them is the stuff that you put there. Based upon your works and your thoughts, you put it there. We're going to hear about that in detail later. This rest is not going to mean do nothing. Now, when God says enter into his rest that you can receive the rest, it don't mean do nothing. Don't mean like, oh, poof, this is a word from God. I'm chilling out. <laughs> ain't doing that. No, that ain't what he's talking about. This rest is talking about doing something. It's just changing what you do. John chapter six. Let's show you what part of this rest is so that you can be able to know that the same doesn't mean for you not to do anything. John chapter six. Let's look at verse twenty nine. Well, verse twenty eight and then twenty nine. Verse twenty eight. Then said they unto him, speaking unto Jesus. What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Anybody in here want to work the works of God? Yeah, yeah, every one of us do, whether we raise our hand or not. We really want to, you know. Some of us just still got that rebellion thing, you know, going on. Some of us just, you know, was reading, praise God. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Question mark. Jesus answered. Y'all know Jesus only tell the truth, right? You know, not a a single lie come out of Jesus' mouth, right? Okay. Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work of God, which means what I'm about to say, this is the work of God. You want to do the work of God? Do this. Anybody here want to do the work of God? Then do this. That ye believe on him who he has sent. Is that it? There's got to be more. Hold on. That ye believe on him whom he has sent. Give four thousand dollars per week. Pray 18 hours a day. Read all that I'm supposed to read. Do all I'm supposed to do. He gave one work. 
Now think about that. If we was doing 19 works, works lined up from here to over there, was I got to do this and then 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 I finally make it to it. That's probably one of the reasons why half of us ain't make it to it. We so wore out after doing half this stuff that we can't even make it to what God has in store for us. Somebody say that, that the gospel is simple. The gospel is simple. It really is. The gospel boils down to one concept. Do you believe? Do you believe? And most of us has added so much stuff on top of it that we've overshadowed the, prim- the basic premise. Do you believe? Think back, think back. Can we talk? Y'all been saved. I know half y'all been saved for buku years. And other rest of y'all buku plus two. Think back to when you first got saved. Think back. Some of y'all that's a long time, but think back. You remember. You remember when you got saved? Remember how excited you was about the things of God? Remember excited how excited you were about the relationship, new relationship you had with God? God's not my father. Jesus is my Lord. Woo, you was all excited about the stuff like that, starting to buy everything with Jesus on it. Got put fish on your bicycle, you know, everything. Just 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 excited about the things of God. Come on up in here with me for half a second. And remember back when you used to pray before? You didn't know all the stuff you know now. You didn't know all the, you know, the right words and the right lingo and the, all the, you know, how to pray with many words. You didn't know all that then. Half y'all cussed. They don't want to be honest with me, man. They don't want to. Half folk cuss half time. Half y'all cuss right now. Praise God. That's why you got quiet. Just like he anointed. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. But we ain't even talking about that right now. I'm talking about then. Half of us didn't know what to say. We'd be like, "Yo, God, man, I got this problem. I need a handle." Amen. <laughs> it was handled. Lord, I don't even know what to do. I don't even know what, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Pick up the Bible and just fall open to the exact scripture that's necessary. You're like, dang, this off the hook. Sometimes you walk into a room with your Bible and be like, Lord, I just need you to talk to me. I don't, I'm still trying to figure out where the Bible, books of the Bible are. I don't even know where they are. So Lord, would you please, they tell me you talk to me through this book. So you just let it fall open and look down and it'd be the scripture you need. you Dang, you off the hook, God. But then we became learned in the things of God. Learned. Not, not, now we pray for five months. Nothing. <laughs> Y'all ain't got to say nothing up in here. I know I got the right message. Struggling and straining. Work, work with me now. Work, work, work with me now. Can, can I talk? Can I talk? The Bible teaches in Ephesians chapter four that it's the mature saints that do the work of the ministry. But in the actual church, it's the least mature people that do most of the work. The mature sit on their butt. Waiting to hear from God, waiting to be led by God, waiting for everything to work out perfectly. Waiting for confirmation after confirmation after confirmation after confirmation brought by a monkey who say, I got a confirmation. Because everything's so flip-flop nowadays. We the ones that are supposed to have more and more faith, more confidence, more belief in God than anybody else around. Yes, we are. 
But we done got so caught up in all these works. Now we're sitting there thinking that if we don't fast 45 days, then, 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 we ain't, then we can't hear from God. Who told you that? God said, there's a rest that's waiting on you that you're going to find out this thing is easy for you. Why did he turn around and say, you know, forsake not the little kids to come unto me? Little kids got faith. It told us to have faith like the little kids. Little kids, you just tell them something. Bam, they go with it. They're like, that's it? They're like, that's it? It's us that want 56 confirmations and us that want 18 scriptures on it and us that, well, my bishop over here on the other side of town, bishop ain't never did nothing, ain't never had nothing. Bishop ain't never believed nothing. You know, that bishop, you know, it's that bishop. He said, you mean that one that left his wife? Is that the one you're talking about? The one that's still laying down other ladies in the church? That's the one you're talking about? One that don't know how to walk it? Flat out don't know how to talk it? Teaching all kind of ignorant stuff that he learned from ignorant people that he learned it from too. Everything but what the word says. You're going to learn to trust what the word says. That when it says, just do this, just believe, then you're going to find out, sis, all you got to do is believe because see God said I've seen your works all this stuff you doing all this stuff you doing I see all that but now I need you to behold I've already opened for you a door and that open door ain't based upon all that you doing that open door is based upon my love for you and my desire to get done what I want to do see God's about to hook you because he love you and God's about to hook you because he wants to get done some things. And if you don't talk like that, that means bless you tremendously. Praise God. God's about to bless you tremendously. He's about to hook you up. He's about to set you out. But it ain't going to be because of all them 59 prayers you was praying. Pray for an hour and only the last minute is really faith. That's the part that really worked. The rest of us will just to show us all the words you know. You know how we do. It's going over well, praise God. 629 says, <laughs> Jesus answered and said unto them, this is the work that, uh, of God that ye believe on him that he hath sent. That word believe is talking about trust, rely upon, have confidence in, trust him, rely upon him, have confidence in him, lean upon him, whatever he says. Just trusting. That's all. That's your work. So when God wants you to do the works, remember, he said before the works that I do, you do also. A lot of us walk around trying to heal as many people. Jesus healed. Don't try it because the Bible says in books couldn't even contain all he did in the three and a half years of ministry. He was there. That's not what he's talking about. Just like he believed, you're going to believe. Just like he believed, you're going to believe. It's time for us to believe like he believed so we can see the same results he had. Look at it in context. Verse 27. Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for the meat which endureth unto eternal life, which the son of man shall give unto you for him. Have God the father sealed. Stop for a second. See, he says, look, don't don't be laboring for the meat which perishes. Meat which perishes. Yeah, see, these people was coming unto him saying, you know, pretending like they wanted to follow Jesus for Jesus. But they don't want to follow Jesus for Jesus. They want to follow Jesus because Jesus fed them before. And because Jesus did something for them before. Now they coming back pretending like they want to follow Jesus, but they don't want Jesus. They want some more meat. Come on up in here. It's like that in the house of God. 
lot of times when God blesses people after that, you don't see them for a while. You won't see them until that blessing run out or another one is needed. Then they'll show back up again and stuff like that, you know, but they don't really want Jesus. But Jesus said, don't be laboring after that. This is what you need to labor after. You need to labor after me. Does this make sense? See, see, what's going to happen this year is you're going to learn to look past all the blessings and promises that he's made you to look to him who made them to you. You're going to look past all the opportunities of ministry that he wants to open to you and understand that the ministry is about he. It's about him. It's about God and sharing his love with other people, the love that you enjoy with him. It's not an opportunity to be great. It's an opportunity to demonstrate his greatness. And when I say ministry, don't get fooled. I'm not anybody that's around here any period of time. No, I ain't talking about no pulpit. I'm talking about wherever God's got you. Because you are a minister that's called by God no matter where you are. I don't care whether it's in the pulpit or whether it's pulling weeds. It really don't matter because it's all the same thing. We're all kings made by God. We're all priests made by God. To be able to demonstrate the excellence of God unto other people. Kings rule other people. They rule a kingdom for the benefit of other people. They don't have the people there to benefit them. That's the twisted version of a king. The king exists to benefit the people. We exist to be a benefit unto somebody else. Priests existed to be a benefit unto other people, to be able to make sure other people got blessed. The priest didn't exist for themselves to get blessed. That's why the priest, when in the Old Testament, did not have land to be able to uh, uh, sow into. Why? Because if they sow into that land, it will divert their attention unto being a blessing unto other people, and it will cause them to not be able to do what it is they called to do. And as long as you focused on your getting, you'll never step into the things that God has in store for you. This year, there's a rest that's waiting on you, an open door to look past you into what it is he has for you to do. You, some of you are going to get a chance to see what you're here on earth to do. And when you see it, you're going to be staggered and excited. You'll be like, let's get at it, Lord. I want to do it. I want to do it. I, let's go. Let's go. In fact, you're going to need teaching so that you don't run forward and try to do it ahead of time. We move it. Psalms. Well, I was reading in context, verse 27, labor not for the meat which perishes, but for the for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the son of man shall give unto you for him. hath God the father sealed. Then said they unto him, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? And he answered and said unto them, this is the work of God that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. They said, therefore, unto him, what sign showeth? Thou then that we may see and believe thee. See, see and believe thee. That shows that you don't believe because when you believe, you don't need to see first. See, a lot of people think if I see it, I'll believe it. God said, no, if you believe it, then you'll see it. See, the reason why we haven't been seeing what God has promised us because we don't believe it. We want to see something. Then that's what we're going to put our faith in. God said, no, you put your faith in me. What does thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, as it is written. He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, or they coming back to him, say, well, well, our fathers, they got manna from heaven. They saw something. He said, then Jesus said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my father give you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore, give us this bread. See, they still all carnal. You know, they're still trying to get bread. You know, he said, man, y'all still ain't even flowing with a brother. Verse 35, and Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. 
He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I say unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Look, everything that the Father gives, he sends to me, and I am the one that gives to the other people. Does that make sense? He said, for I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the father's will, which has sent me that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. See, the father set this thing up in such a way where in order to get the promises that he has for you, you got to come through the son. In order to get the promises that he has for you, you got to come through the son. The the son is the place where everything has been sent. Now you got to go to him to get it. Are you listening to me? Now we can accept that with eternal life. But can you accept that with everything that he has for your life? See, a lot of us don't want to go through him to get it. Because we know that Jesus is the anointed word which was sent from father that took upon flesh so that we could dwell among he could dwell amongst us and we could behold the glory of the father full of grace and truth. He is that word that was sent in a form that we could be able to recognize and visualize and understand so that we could be able to receive the blessings that he already has in his hand. But you got to come to him to get them. Remember Isaiah 55 verse one. Ye ho, you who thirst. You know, come to the waters. Remember, you got to come to the waters first. Remember, we said time and time again, the waters represent the word of God. That before you can step into this invitation that he has in store for you, that you could buy uh, without scarceness, that you could be able to go without money and go get what you want to get. You got to stop by the waters first. And see, God's got all this tremendous stuff in store for you. But you got to understand that the waters is what you got to go past first. How about this? God has said in Revelation chapter three, I've opened a door for thee. He said he's opened it for us. And all we got to do is, is, is step through it. Now, we like to think in relationship that would God open a door of opportunity for me? And yes, he did. But Jesus said in the Bible, I am the door that in order to get anything you got to get, you got to come through me. That's why this is going to be a year for you to be able to get in that word, because that word is going to be the doorway to all that it is that God has in store for you. But if you don't know that word, you'll never step into the things that God has in store for you. You have got to come to him because the blessings of God are yea and amen in him, which means you got to step in him to get the blessings that are already yea and amen. But if you're still on the outside of him and don't come unto Jesus, you'll never receive the things that God has in store for you. Uh, Y'all think y'all say, yeah, I know that, Pastor, but then... Most folk, when they heard that this was a a door of opportunity, first thing they start thinking about was the stuff. I get my house, I get my car, I get my ministry, I get my my wife, I get my husband, I get my children back. I get all these things. I get all this. Well, see, what about God? Oh, you just weren't going to get it for me. No, no, he is it. Because once you come in him, all these things are in him. The unity in the household is in him. The finances are in him. Everything is in him. That's why he said God set it up in such a way where you got to go through him to get what it is he has in store for you. But most of us don't want to go through him. Turn to Mark chapter 11. Make it Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. We'll start reading verse 25. It says, at that time, Jesus answered and said, of course, this was a conversation that was going on. But, you know, we're not going to get into that part of it right now. 
We're going to come into this part. Verse 25. And at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes. Look who he did. He hid it from the folk that think they know what they're talking about, the wise and stuff like that. But to the ones that's just babes that are just listening to what he says and believe what he says, those are the ones that's going to be revealed for. Come to the Lord as a baby this year. Come to a, a Lord as a baby this year, somebody that don't know something. Because when you think you know something, you just blocked his ability to be able to share with you what he wants to share with you. He said in verse 26, even so, Father, for so it seemeth good in thy sight. All things are delivered unto me of my father. Did he say some things? Did he say a few things? All things are delivered unto me of my father. And no man knoweth the son but the father. Neither knoweth any man the father save the son. And he to whomever the son will reveal him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. This is that rest that's going to bring the rest. That once you step into him, you enter into a rest, which will allow you to be able to receive the rest of what it is that God has in store for you. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For, un- for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I like that. He said, come unto me. That word me right there, he's talking about him, Jesus, come unto me. Jesus, the anointed word of God, which was made visible and recognizable. You come unto him like a, you come unto the father like you a babe this year. Come unto this word of God like you a babe this year. He will begin to start revealing things to you. I'm telling you, he going to peel back some stuff and reveal some stuff to you. That's going to be like, my God, I've read this 15,000 times and I ain't never seen this. This is going to be calling people up on the phone talking about, did you, I got to share this with you. Let me show you what God just showed me. And then the other person going to be on the other side. You know, usually when the other person on the other side and, you know, they, you show them something, they ain't really all that geeked about it. You ever notice that? You know, and they'd be like, hey, man, that's good. Praise God. But this time, you know, because, you know, it was like some, you know, wasn't all that, you know, for you, it was like, you know, but you're going to open this thing up this time and share it with your people. And the folk going to be hollering on the other end of the phone like, good God almighty, that's the answer that I needed. Because the person that he's going to have you share it to is the person that it is that you that needed to hear it to. Are you listening? Who's been coming unto him as a babe? You know, but anyway, he said, come unto me. Talking about Jesus. Go back to verse 28. He said, come unto me, all ye that labor. That word labor means feel fatigued and toiled. Feel fatigued and toiled. Folk up in here, there's, there's people up in here. You, I know they quiet, won't say nothing about it and stuff, but you feel just fatigued, just tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I mean, I'm doing, I mean, and I'm not going to stop doing, but I'm still tired. I mean, I'm tired of Lord of dealing with this nonsense. I'm tired of dealing with the same thing over and over again. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of having to fight with folk over that the word of God is true. I'm just tired of having to tell these people over and over again to act right and do right. I'm just tired. I'm tired of being told to act right. (laughs) I'm tired. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you're blessed with what the word of God had to say. Hope that you learned a little more about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. Hope even more that your faith is rising in the God-given biblical fact that God is a God who opens doors for us. So, let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things our loving, gracious God does for me and you by walking through every door that he's opened for me and you. 
and thereby don't miss out on all the things that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I got just a thing for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all of the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas out to our G2B. That's our glorified to be unique and hear singles fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to find a way to or pay half the pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge for the free will often will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing world we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 